Welcome to the Confidence Council Podcast. This show is designed for high-achieving women who, despite having a great life, just know that they're destined for more. Whether you aren't sure what that next level is, or you have an idea, but the vision just feels out of reach, then this podcast is for you. My name is Monica Burkhoff. I'm a trial lawyer, a mom, and a wife, and I'm here because I know from my own experience that feeling stuck or unfulfilled does not have to be your reality. With a positive mindset and the right counsel, you too can create the life of your dreams. My hope and intention for this podcast is that you walk away feeling confident, motivated, and inspired to embrace your authentic self and to take bold action toward your dream life. Are you ready to get started? All rise. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Confidence Council podcast. I'm your host, Monica Burkhoff. If you feel bored with your life or like every day is Groundhog Day, then today's episode is for you. So today I wanted to talk about five simple things that you can start doing today, which I believe will help you lead a more fulfilling and inspiring life. So the first one is be present. And what I mean by that is to live more in the moment and in the right now. And so an example for me is I just started commuting recently to the office on the train as opposed to in my car um, or on the subway when I lived in the city. So I'm commuting from you know the area where I live into the downtown Chicago area because that's where my office is. And so when you get off of the train, you have to cross the Chicago River in order to get into that downtown metropolitan area where the courthouse and the and the offices are. And so when you cross the bridge to get over the river, and if you look to your left or to your right, it's this like gorgeous view of like all of these huge, beautiful, architecturally interesting buildings with this water flowing in between them and the skyline. And it just, it's like really stunning. And the first couple of times I made the walk, I just was like, oh my God, just bumped into the person in front of me who stopped dead in their tracks because I just had my head completely turned to the left as I was crossing this bridge because it was just so stunning. And I'm looking around at everyone else and they have their phone in their hand, most of them, or if they don't, everyone's just looking down or straight ahead. Like not one head was turned to the left. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, you're so laser focused on walking straight to work, but you're not looking around and appreciating what's around you and, and seeing the beauty around you. They're just kind of plowing along. So the number one thing is just to be present, turn your head, get your head out of your phone, look up and take it in. Because when you appreciate how beautiful life is, it it just the whole thing just becomes more magical and and even a mundane life can be really beautiful if you let it and along those lines 
don't rush so much through life. So last week we went to the grocery store and, you know, it's hectic. It's a Saturday. There's a million people in line and it's close to lunchtime. The kids are starting to whine, but my two-year-old goes to the flower section because the flowers are right by the cash register. And he goes over in the flower section and just starts smelling all the flowers at the store. And I'm like, come on, let's go. You know, we got to get in line. And, and, and he's just running back and forth to all the different, you know, sections of the flowers and inhaling. And it's like, mama, mama, you know, and I literally just parked the cart over by the pasta. I'm like, to hell with it. And, and just smelled the flowers with him at the grocery store because what am I in a rush for? You know, like you can't rush through life. Sometimes you have to smell the flowers at the grocery store. Another example of this is just, you know, walking to the train, for example, commuting for me. I used to always listen to like a podcast or the re- or like not the radio, but you know, music or something. And just lately, you know, more so now because it's getting a little warmer out, but I'm just unplugging and listening to the birds chirp. I read somewhere that the sound of birds is one of the most high vibrational sounds in the world. And there have been studies done about how exposing people to bird sounds is comparable. They did like brain scans or something to actually being out in nature. And so a little hack is I've been listening to bird sounds on YouTube. If I'm like in the office all day, if I'm stuck inside at home and it's like, bad weather out. I'll just listen to bird sounds on YouTube. It's crazy how it elevates your mood. There's something to that. I'm telling you. And then the last example of like not rushing through life is I just went to the bank to make a deposit. And normally it's like no eye contact. You you know, you put in your card, you do whatever you have to do, limited interactions with the teller. But this time I was like, you know, I'm I'm trying to not rush through life and I'm trying to be present. And so, you know, as she's like, you know, depositing the money or doing whatever she's doing on her end, I noticed that she had this tattoo on her forearm and it said, I love you. And it was like in a script. And I asked her, I said, you know, who, whose handwriting is that? And she told me just this beautiful story, how it's her and her daughter have just been, you know, attached at the hip and she just went off to college. And so that's her handwriting that says, I love you. And then the daughter has the mom's handwriting saying, I love you. And I mean, if that's not the sweetest thing, like that is worth that extra two minutes, that two minute exchange for me, you know, and you never know what kind of conversations or what kind of interactions you'll have if you just slow down. So that's number one is just being present. Number two is along that same vein, and that's being grateful. As you stop to notice the incredible life that's around you, express gratitude for it. If you focus on how blessed you are, you will look for more things to be grateful for as you go along your day. So it's like the opposite of when of that saying, when it rains, it pours. You know, when everything is going wrong and you're in a negative spiral, you're running late, then you get, you know, you spill the coffee on your new shirt and then you get rear-ended. Oh, great. When it rains, it pours. It works opposite with gratitude. When you're grateful, 
when you look for the good, you see good everywhere. The blessings just like kind of compile and and, the, and you just find more and more and more things to be grateful for. And it makes you so happy to be alive. And just remember that you are currently living in a reality that an older version of you or past version of you had once dreamed of. And when you kind of look around and be grateful for that, it kind of puts everything into perspective. So the way I like to practice gratitude is every morning I like to write out what I'm grateful for. And then when I'm praying in bed before I fall asleep, I just rattle off the things I'm grateful for as I'm praying um, and and I'm laying in bed. So that way I'm starting my day and ending my day with gratitude. And when I started doing that, my life was just filled with so many blessings and just more things to be grateful for. So this is a huge one and probably the most important, I think, out of all of them. Number three is move your body. Do some sort of physical exercise every day, whether it be a full-on workout or yoga or dancing around with the kids in the kitchen or just a walk at the end of the day. Do something to move your body and just release stagnant energy. You never regret a workout, just like you'll never regret adding a little bit more movement into your day. So if you need to get one of those fitness trackers, shoot for 10,000 steps. If you're doing 10,000 steps, shoot for 15,000. Just get up and get moving. If your body is healthy and fit, it just trickles into the rest of your life. Number four is to find a goal or a mission to work toward. So I think this concept of finding your purpose can paralyze people from taking any action at all and actually causes people to just remain stuck. But it's more important, in my opinion, to just try different things, things you loved as a child, things that interest you now, and then make it your mission to either master that thing or create some sort of a goal around that thing. So for example, like if you're a stay-at-home mom, but you love taking pictures Maybe you ask to shadow the professional photographer that you hire to take your family photos and see if you can learn a few things from her and about her business to then maybe start thinking about creating your own one day. If you're a runner, sign up for a race in your area and or work up toward the total miles of that race, some sort of a goal towards some while doing something that you enjoy. Another example, if you love painting, or if you, you're not sure if you love painting, but you know you loved painting when you were growing up, maybe buy a few canvases from the art store and then make it your mission to paint a picture that you can frame on that empty wall in your home. So the point is to find something, something that interests and excites you and set a goal around it. Because then when you pursue something with passion, you become devoted to it. It's, it's precious to you. And that is what leads to that purposeful feeling. So finding a goal or a mission and working toward it, that's number four. And finally, number five is implementing a morning routine to put each of these things into practice. So if you're thinking, okay, Monica, you just rattled off four different things. How am I supposed to do them? Or when when am I supposed to find time to do them? Well, Here's the solution. You wake up an hour earlier every day. 
And in that hour, no one else is awake, ideally, and you devote that entire hour just to yourself. And so this concept came from a book I read called The 5 a.m. Club by Robin Sharma. And the way he breaks it up is by the 20-20-20 rule. So the first 20 minutes of that hour is spent in movement. So some sort of a physical exercise, jumping rope, um, yoga, just something you want to like break a sweat, ideally. The next 20 minutes is spent in reflection, journaling, doing a gratitude list, something that is looking inward, that is a reflective practice. And then the final 20 minutes is learning. So you know, with that goal or mission that you set or that thing that you're interested in, that last 20 minutes is spent maybe listening to a podcast about that thing or reading a blog post about that thing or doing something toward that thing, um, working on that craft, learning. And in this last 20 minutes, it's about working toward that next level self. And so there's different ways to kind of modify this. I, you know, I started doing this 20, 20, 20 thing. I did it for 66 days as recommended by the author in the book. And then after that, I kind of tweaked it, the timing for myself, you know, 35 minutes in the workout and then journaling for the back end. Um, but cause I'm listening to podcasts throughout the day as I'm moving around and stuff anyway. So that worked for me, you know, it's always like a sliding it's shifting. And so find something that works for you. Um, but I highly encourage you incorporate something like this in your life. So again, the five things that you can start implementing today are one being present two, being grateful three moving your body, four, developing a goal or a mission, and five, implementing a morning routine. So there you have it. Five super easy things that you can add to your day that if you consciously work on implementing daily, I am confident that it will improve your overall happiness and your quality of life. All right, that's all I have for today. And I'll see you back here next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Confidence Council podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please make sure you click the follow button so that you're notified every time a new episode drops. If you want more content between episodes, check out the show's Instagram account and website, which will be linked in the show notes for you below. If you're walking away from today's episode feeling more confident or empowered in some way, please share it with a friend or share it on social media so that others can benefit from it too. Thank you again, and I'll see you back here next week. Bye for now.